0: Oh, Are no. you ready? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Use your Get it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Back to Las Malandrinas Radio. Las Malandrinas Radio is a podcast dedicated to honoring all of the malandrinas that live off banda music. We are hosted by two Chicanas from Chicago, and in the words of our madrina, Jenny Rivera, we are in the process of becoming who we have to become. And so we offer the world our truths about música regional mexicana y todas sus babosadas. Las Malandrinas Radio holds space for the banda discussions. That happened before Bailes and centers the mujeres and creatives behind Este Genero de Musica. So get your leftover tamales ready, get your <laughs> botas on, because this episode we're going to talk about our favorites of 2018. Mm-hmm. And I'm Cynthia.
2: <laughs> okay, so I'm Ale, and basically, you know, this is a really cool, cool year for both of us we finally launched our podcast in july of this year uh since then we've had over like a thousand listens total which is just wild because i clearly cannot (laughs) listen to our own podcast a thousand times which means there's other people doing it um we have close to 300 (laughs) followers on uh, instagram which is also really really cool because it is our most active social media account and you know those followers include people within the musica regional mexicana world we got some famous people out here following us and, and supporting us but you know we also have some really really cool people that you know enjoy this type of music and have you know really enjoy listening to what we have to offer uh in the podcast and so we definitely have love from people in chicago but we also have love from people in la and houston and new york and not
1: just our friends in all of those cities Mm
2: -hmm. we have people who we've never met who you know have reached out and told us how they feel after listening to x you know episode Um, So that's really cool for 2019, we have, you know, interviews with folks within the Vanda world planned out. Uh, Hopefully we'll have more co-hosts pretty soon in a couple episodes along with just other projects and secrets that we're working on to improve and really make our podcast great. Um, and so for today, we are going to be talking about our favorites of this year award show style. And so we have a bunch of categories that we each will select a winner for.
1: Yeah, so get ready.
2: Okay, so check in. <laughs> Check in. Um, I'm kind of tired. This is our second run of this episode. Because my um, Mac
1: exploded. No,
2: no, it's 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 fine. It happens. Um, I'm just overall tired. I think the holidays, having so many like days off from work, and then like the Puerto Rico trip, just really fucked up my sleeping schedule. And so I'm just really tired. Um, but I'm excited for the new year. I I'm the type of person who enjoys starting over on, like, specific time frames, and so I'm excited to see who I become next year.
1: Oh, in the words of our malandrina madrina. <laughs> okay. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gets a tattoo 2019. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I'll check in. Uh, so, I'm good. I went out last night, and I was not intending to, mm-hmm. so... I'm feeling chill. Este, yeah, I mean, for the last week, I feel like me and Ale have just been scratching our asses because mm-hmm. we obviously went on vacation, had Obama's trip to Puerto Rico, beautiful-ass isla, mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: stayed on the east side, east coast, I should say, of Puerto Rico, and just fucking like spent our days in the water and on the sand, mm-hmm. and Ale got bit by... Sandworms, apparently.
2: Right. Sand (laughs) fleas.
1: And so I've just been taking Benadryl for the last couple days Mm -hmm. and finally getting rid of this fucking itch. Yeah, so now we're on break for New Year's and ya pasó la Navidad. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy. Every year, all this shit passes by faster and faster. I'm just happy that Chicago did not have a white Christmas, mm-hmm. and I'm going to share the story again, because I got Timbs for Christmas, so, from my parents, and I was cracking up because I haven't worn them yet, but I opened up my gift, I opened up my present, and I have these Timbs that I asked for, so yay, but then my tío goes, ay mija, pues si tú querías esas botas, nos hubieras dicho, ahí tenemos el trabajo, <laughs> <laughs> I was crying, and then my uncle's like yeah mija. and like esa marca ni es tan buena se mucho and I was like pues <laughs> ya valió en no verga but we're trying to be fashion out here 2019 working class looks um then I mean that because we are working class but, <laughs> but yeah that's my check in we out here and we're ready for next year
2: yeah so in news, there's uh to sort of shift from our like check in, there's been some intense, life threatening situations within the Banda world. So, recently, I think we both have noticed that there's been a lot of atentados and death threats towards specific artists. I think more than the usual. Um, one of them recently was Alfredo Olivas, who From my understanding, has had two like back to back attempts to yeah.
1: After he was shot up like six times Uh a couple years ago, right?
2: Yeah, so it's definitely you know
1: what a rough career.
2: At one point, I think it was the first one was like coming after him, and then the second time almost got the dad. So it's just been really rough for him, and I honestly don't know what is triggering this i don't know of his songs being that direct and talking about the narco world i don't know if he probably said something did some cover performed where he shouldn't have performed regardless it's been getting pretty intense for him and so yeah he's really good so i would hate to see something happen to him but just like our our previous episode on um, the Day of the Dead. This man has created uh, like a "If I Die" song, and so I guess the fans and him are, you know, prepared and whatever <laughs> whatever that means for something like that to happen. Um, another one recently, I think it was this week, was Roberto Tapia. He also um, got robbed, but also was almost kidnapped in that same situation. Um, you know, there was a lot of media on that, and he had to, like, release videos and stuff just saying that he was alive and okay, um, which is horrible. And it happened in Michoacán, too, so oh, that yeah. sucks. Um,
1: so light a candle for these artists because mm-hmm. we don't want them to die.
2: True. <laughs> And it's rough, especially, like, with the holidays and stuff. Um, There's a lot of people who are going to be at these concerts. And so, like, you're also putting, like, the fans at risk and stuff. So,
1: All the bolillos, all the norteños.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Another really crazy situation was Banda Rancho Viejo got into a accident, car accident. Um, Their tour bus crashed into something and got really damaged and a lot of the band members had to be hospitalized. Luckily, no one, like it wasn't serious injuries, but there was a lot of support from the Vanda world reaching out to their fans, everyone, everyone like pray and like inform everyone of what was going on. And I think it's just just pure solidarity and love for the banda you know a lot of these bandas because there are so many members don't fly to their events they um, travel on their tour bus and so you know stuff like this can happen and so it was nice to see that solidarity
1: yeah because there's hardly any mm-hmm. i think uh, i remember when remy valenzuela our boo who mm-hmm. is coming out with new music 2019 banda news banda alert mm-hmm. he talks a lot I he's one of my favorites because he talks a lot of real talk mm. about the banda world and he said you know we see how in reggaeton there's so many collaborations mm-hmm. people working with each other I mean obvio hay peleas like Anuel you know all that shit but um, but there's much more collaboration and folks supporting each other, Mm -hmm. like fucking 10 people on tracks all the time, and that's the standard, and in Banda, that's just not the move.
2: Right. So that was really, like, to see at least some positive stuff come out of that really tragic and traumatic event, of the tour bus crashing.
1: Yep. So other Banda news, we are... Looking at the new signs that the record just brought on to their label. Mm-hmm. So, you know, their records, the label that we love to hate on, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, CEO Ángel del Villar. They just brought on um, Abraham, God damn it, Abraham mm-hmm. Velasquez. And they also brought back José Manuel from Los Plebes, mm-hmm. which is so interesting because that was this huge feud, this mm-hmm. huge pleito que se armó entre ellos between um Jose Manuel but then also Los Plebes, but also their records and it was just super public and it all happened right after Ariel passed and
0: mm-hmm. people
1: was hating on each other but he's back on the label as so, a solo artist as a solo artist so
2: drama <laughs> and then they say like mujeres are the most dramatic
1: and the patriarchy is but so we'll see what happens next year I think it's interesting to see this label that's becoming more Mm -hmm. and more prominent bring on two people towards the end of the year. I've always wondered how it is that these labels actually find their people. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes it's like from watching people on YouTube videos, like Pepe Garza, Mm bald-headed, patriarchal, banda, evil, (laughs) would always, has these videos where he sits down and like watches Mm -hmm. YouTube artists and then kind of rates them. Yeah,
2: really good. Mm -hmm.
1: So... I don't know, hopefully some of these other labels will also bring in some new talent, some mm-hmm. new mujeres, some new artistas,
2: mm-hmm. not
1: all cis hombres. and yeah, that's what we're looking forward to in
2: 2019. Yep.
1: Yeah. And other news, we want to wish a feliz cumpleaños to, to the, the love of my life. To the love of my life, El Buki, like a moment of silence for the magnificence <laughs> yes. the brilliance yes. that this man is Yep. because where would we be without el buki
2: right <laughs>
1: so happy birthday to you happy birthday capricorn we see you out here
0: mm-hmm.
1: holding it down and honestly everyone in their elementary school should have learned about him he mm-hmm. is a living legend a hero yep Por Amor a Mi Pueblo like we have greatness because of Marco Antonio Solis singer songwriter but also hell yeah all these bandas are trying to sing all his songs too and Mm -hmm. shame on you if you're not teaching your children who created these songs
2: yeah oh yeah so probably a lot of your favorite banda songs are Marco Antonio Solis covers Mm -hmm. Inventame love that song that's his song um, to someone mm-hmm. in muriendo mi alma is also mm-hmm. his song. So it's just,
1: yeah, without him. So pay your respects and pray for him because he got a little sick this year. <laughs> and we want him to do better. Alabado sea. Que esté bien. Y que tenga un próspero año nuevo. We love you, Buki. Yep. Okay. So one of Buki's friends was Jenny Rivera. and so our last on the news is that what the the family has announced recently that they're going to be doing a jenny rivera tour 2019 Mm. what that's looking like is that it's going to be three generations of the family Mm. so i'm assuming one of the children Mm -hmm. one of the siblings maybe the dad maybe they'll bring back her hologram Mm -hmm. hopefully with
2: Outfits. outfits that
1: don't look like a prison suit <laughs> yep um, and yeah I mean I don't know what to think We asked some of y'all on the Instagram and people mm. were like I te veo <laughs> <laughs> like what you know I get on that So I don't know I just hope that we don't um, exploit her memory mm. uh, kind of in the way that folks have done to Selena's. And that
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's done well. Because, I mean, they already do that. Jenny Vive on hit every right. year. So I don't know how much different this can be. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I'm still a chismosa. So you'll probably still <laughs> see me there anyway. Because we're in, if it's Jenny, we're there. Yeah. So that's our bangla news. Um, but in that same vein, damn y'all, like... Thank you for listening to Jenny episode, episode number six. That was a very special episode to us. Right. Because without Jenny, as Malandrinas Radio would not exist. And yeah, we put together that Jenny tag with a lot of love. And we're so happy that some of y'all thought it was fun too and responded to it. And made it your own. And picked your songs. I think one of the things that the Jenny tag really showed us. Is that Jenny had so much fucking music. Mm -hmm. She recorded so many songs. Wrote so many songs. She has so much music and lyrics to her name. That people think they know her. But they usually don't. Yep. She did so many different styles of of music. Mm -hmm. um, And especially as... She was getting um, her start. And so, like, hell yeah, we want to appreciate that. We want to appreciate the OG. And y'all had some hilarious and amazing answers. And Jenny mm-hmm. tags yourselves. I was cracking up when my prima, America, who responded, she responded to the tag that was um, Cancion to go cruising to. Mm-hmm. And homegirl was like, Inolvidable a todo volumen cuando voy rumbo al rancho and I was cracking up because she's a teacher so mm. she's talking about singing inolvidables y me mis and she's driving to go teach her students so <laughs> imagínate <laughs> so yeah shout out to América shout out to Irma shout out to Angelica to um, las malandrinas SP homegirl on Instagram for all of y'all participating and answering and keeping these jenny songs alive
2: right There's some really good ones it kind of made me want to like redo my own mm-hmm. like list
1: so the challenge is still out there so are you gonna be no. a sucker are you gonna <laughs> <laughs> respond and take the challenge so jenny tag don't forget about it and thank y'all once again because jenny vive our 25 days of Jenny are over, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you won't see us posting about Jenny Rivera every day, but, you know, she's always there.
2: Yep. And so now, before we get into our award show, <laughs> uh, let's talk about, or just mention the song of the moment. Uh, I picked this song. It's called "Porque Volviste" by Banda Todo Terreno. I don't need to explain it. It's in the lyrics.
0: Ya
3: que había olvidado, regresas de nuevo a moverme el piso, maldito pasado. Y si con tu recuerdo me haces falseado Porque vos
2: awards
1: are premios lo nuestro yeah so we seen as every year mm-hmm. a shit ton of award shows there is actually like a field of award shows that cover musica regional mexicana mm-hmm. like banda max um, premios la radio premios lo nuestro blah 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 but come on like at the end of the day, are these really the best songs? Are these really the best mm-hmm. artists? Is this really what the people want? No. Is this really what Cynthia and Ale want? No. Stop. we <laughs> are bringing you episode 7, and we're bringing you our favorites this year.
2: Yes. So, first category, favorite concert this year.
1: Favorite concert that we went to.
2: Mm-hmm. So, mine was in July. I uh, we both went to go see Vanda Carnaval. Yadira was with us. Um, shout out! Yes. Shout out
1: Latuna, Jalisco, Latuna.
2: <laughs> uh, we went to go see Vanda Carnaval in Indiana for free. It was beautiful. Um, I was in Mexico for a week, and I purposely came back one day early. So that I could come and see them perform. Commitment. Yes. I mean, this was a free concert like 10 minutes away from my house. There's no way in how I was going to miss them. Plus, they're so good. I love them. They're one of my favorites. It was just beautiful. The crowd there was really mixed. I got a sense that a lot of people really didn't know them or their music but knew that they were big. So they were like, in my opinion, hogging up space. Um... But I'm glad that even those that didn't know them got to see like how incredible Banda Carnavale is and got to experience, you know, perhaps their first Banda concert and see how real and live um, these things are. Um, yeah, the quality was great, the sound, the video behind them was all on point. It was just a really beautiful, close to home concert with one of the greatest Bandas out there.
1: I agree. That was a good-ass concert. Mm -hmm. They were on point. The clarinet section killed it. Mm -hmm. And we were up close.
2: Yeah, we were really close. Yes, that's my favorite. How about yours?
1: My favorite is... El más Romántico de México, Pancho (laughs) Barraza. So, me and my parents actually go to a lot of concerts together. (laughs) Because... We like similar music. And so my parents fucking love Pancho Barraza. Like they yeah. have the biggest crush on him, both my mom and my dad. Because they'll listen to him when they're getting ready in their room, cuando están bañando, cuando están cagando. And the love for this man that they have is real. Like my mom mm. will not get off me asking si nos vamos a ir a verlo because he's coming in again this mm-hmm. year i'm like mom we have other artists other people other places to see
2: like mom don't you want to <laughs> go see bad Bunny? <laughs> I know,
1: don't you want to go see evie queen like hello but no for real he was fucking hands down amazing this is the mm-hmm. first time that i've seen him do a solo show because mm-hmm. we've seen him before right? right we've seen him at the Aragon with other artists when he was making this comeback but mm-hmm. now like he's at that place again where he can solo. Su- you know sell out his own shows mm-hmm. And so he gave us a good ass show. He's a little bit older, so I feel like he's a good bridge between like the Mm -hmm. older banda generation and like us, Mm -hmm. those millennials, those banda millennials, (laughs) those banda millennials. And he just holds it down. He's. Still youthful, like still fucking doing his thing mm-hmm. and still producing mm-hmm. new shit. Sounds like, great. He came out with a new album, like in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And he just gives a good show. He's a solid performer, like yes. Los de antes. Um
2: and has like really, really good songs to perform. Like he's not just, you know, performing covers and shit. Like this man got records.
1: Hell yeah. And them. now everyone and their mama are covering Mi enemigo era el amor mm-hmm. and it's like do you even know where that song comes from? Right. <laughs> I hope so. But yeah, so my favorite concert of this year was Pancho Batreza. And I definitely want to see him many, many more times because he gives a good-ass show.
2: Yes, he does. How about your favorite baile of Ooh, this
1: year? Favorite baile. Mm-hmm. You know, Ale, I'm a little bit disappointed. And <laughs> you. And me. Because we didn't go to that many baile I this know. year. I don't know. Were we more sad this year.
2: I think we were just, like, we're just adults now. Like, we don't have that, like, winter, summer, like, spring vacation anymore. To we don't have that flex- job flexibility. Yeah. <sighs> and like you said before, like, so many concerts are, like, going out of the city that, like, we just don't want to drive all the way out there. And then the ones within the city, like, there's just so many that you end up going to none of them. Yeah, so it's just a mix of life and like the
1: distance yeah yeah I feel like there's less violists in the city now and I'm like fuck we're city girls don't make us drive out to December. yeah. <laughs> no offense but uh yeah favorite violin hmm. I don't have a favorite violin but I had a favorite bailada okay so uh I wanna say in May mm-hmm. I was in Denver for the Detention Watch Network conference mm-hmm. and Uh, A group of folks went out to one of, like, the local gay Latino clubs, bars Mm -hmm. in that area, like, outside of Denver. I think it was, like, Aurora. (laughs) Yo no sabo. Yo estaba norteada. We ended up at this place, and it was lit, and um, I remember asking. There was, like, a couple of compas from California, and I remember we were like, oh, I hope they play banda. So we asked the DJ. Of course, the DJ plays banda, like, the last... Song, if not the last two songs, mm-hmm. and yeah, like compas from Cali could to- like <laughs> dance, but like yes, I'm like, what am I doing in Chicago? Yep, we need to get out there. So putting it out there, intention for 2019, me and Ale will be traveling for more bailes because somos jóvenes vegas y poco manoseadas Yes, yes. So, yes. that was definitely my favorite bail- bailada of this year. Um, of course, when I wasn't dancing with Ale. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, we can have more Yeah, hopefully, nos next quebran year. más. Que nos bien nice.
2: Yeah. Okay, so moving on. Favorite banda of 2018. This is a big one. And we only have one. Dun, dun, dun. It's Banda, banda
4: Los Sebastianes. Los Sebastianes.
2: <laughs> I love them I love them I love them I I mean I think I've said this in the podcast before Of how much I'm like obsessed with them But I really enjoyed this year Them really coming together And really putting out their own image That goes beyond covers um, You know this year we saw En Vida Mi meta contigo And now Através del Vaso Which is a cover But see them do, like, a banda style. But they brought that shit back. Yeah, and just really become really big because of it. And, like, start touring to places that, you know, before wouldn't, like, they wouldn't be able to sell out. Um, I'm really proud of them. I, you know, the first time you reminded me that we missed them um, in Aragon. And then the second time we saw them, it was just a bunch of covers. It was really disappointing. But I think if we were to see them again, which is hopefully next year because they're going to be on tour for their um, for their current album, which is En Vida, hopefully now they will be more, you know, how would I say it? More confident in yeah. the fact that they have hits and that people want to listen to those hits. And, you know, give me what I want to listen, you know. And Eso No Quedamos is a fucking badass song that I cry to. no. Yeah, that, that I want to cry every single time I hear it. But, you know, the last few times we saw them, like, they just didn't perform it. And so I'm ready to well, hear mm-hmm. Banda Los Sebastianes play. Not covers of other bandas. I'm ready to hear them. And I think this year was really them setting that bass. And 2019 will totally be their year. I don't think they're going to produce... Well, obviously, they're not going to release another album if they release it this year. But I think we will still get a few more new hits. Um,
1: I feel like they have to release a new album next year if they want to be relevant. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Well, hopefully. I mean, I'm (laughs) not like saying don't do it. But yeah, I, I, I love them.
1: You know, we were talking about this earlier, me and you, Ale, and we're like, hmm, it seems like there were not worthy moments of remembering how bomb-ass banda is in 2018, mm-hmm. but when we start talking about Los Sebastianes, I keep thinking about, oh shit, we have, there was a colla- a good mm-hmm. calabri- collaboration this year, and... Eliaki has returned from the dead. (laughs) And we'll talk about him more later. But because of him, he brought together a bunch of other, like, lead vocalists. Mm -hmm. And they did an amazing, um, yeah, collaboration together. Where They're basically, it seems like, I don't know. Like freestyle, like live. Mm -hmm. It honestly seems like they're, like, at some random restaurant. Like friends. Friends got together, and they're just passing the mic. Mm Mm-hmm. Hugging the mic, no, it's And yeah. yeah, and it's Yaki, it's Rafael Kelly from Sebastianes who, mm-hmm. like, he can play with the big dogs, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I remember Charlie from Ex mm-hmm. from Recodo was up there, and like mm-hmm. a bunch of other heifers. But yeah, like that was amazing to see, and that made me a proud, right, listener. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, y'all missing out. This went viral. It was like their migu- It mm-hmm. started with like dancing amigos toys, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's like el yaki y amigos entre amigos or some shit. Yeah, but we'll
2: find a clip and we'll post it somewhere mm-hmm. if we don't like feature it within the podcast.
1: But one of the top banda moments of this year.
2: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so we're really excited to see what banda los Sebastianes will bring out next year. Um, but they totally win our favorite banda of this year award. Mm -hmm. So, now our favorite new banda of 2018...
1: Is La
2: Ejecutiva, which, again, another one of my favorites. I will sell my soul to see La Ejecutiva (laughs) live.
1: ¡Qué fuerte! Because
2: they only perform in Mexico. They don't have their, like, visas to come to the U.S. yet, and so... I'm just waiting for that moment For that first concert Which is probably going to be in like Fucking LA or Texas or something And I'm just going to Iowa. (laughs) Can you imagine? Um, To go out there and see them perform Um, But I think Part of why we love them And You know Really began listening to them more this year Is because they came out with three Gorgeous thought out homenajes to Jose Jose Luis Miguel and then the last one that we featured in our Day of the Dead episode um, which was a
1: homenaje a los grandes John Sebastian, Jenny Rivera um,
2: Valentín and Juan Gabriel Yeah, and so they put out these three really great thought out homenajes each was like at least five minutes long and they were just beautiful in the arrangement of... Hell yeah. Um, you know, the vocalist of who was singing what, when went to, like, plug in this next song um, to be intentional with what lyrics to feature within that specific song. Um, and so my concept of them is that As a newer banda that's trying to transition from like a Mexican audience to a U.S. audience to like crossover. I think what they did was start off their base by doing all these covers in homenajes. So that you begin like recognizing them and um, knowing who they are. Mm -hmm. So that like 2019, 2020. Right. so weird. That by that time, if they were to produce their own music, which they have now, but haven't been, you know, big kids. Um, that if you were to listen to them, like, next year or the following year, that you know who they are.
1: Yeah, so that they're memorable. Yeah. Because, like you said, they have produced quality shit, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget how I fucking found out about them mm-hmm. when it was through you. Porque Ale se va su rancho. <laughs> y she's like, templebe Aquí te va una lista de canciones de lo que se tocaba en México en mi rancho. I was like, okay, well, yo pobrecita no escucho esto acá. <laughs> so, yeah, she came back with, like, everything that was popping over in México. And it wasn't even that many songs. It was maybe, like, six or eight. Mm-hmm. That's, And this is a while back because this is how I was introduced by you to La Ejecutiva and to um, Ulises Chávez. Think... This is when, like, he was his songs were getting more mainstream Mm -hmm. and so yeah and i remember like being on there and Mm -hmm. how can you fucking forget with when their fucking logo is a suit tie yes so yeah we love them yeah i
2: think we've also mentioned how there's this like what did you say like 50 shades of gray yeah
1: their vibe is so 50 shades of gray and i've never seen those movies or books Aldo is like, I sure fucking have. But they totally give off that vibe. They're always in mm-hmm. suits. They're yeah. very, like, honestly, very, I like, mean, telenovela dress, dressy-ish. Yes. You know um, what I mean?
2: Like, yeah. Los Quieres encuadrar, kind of.
1: Okay. Vibe. Like, they're about to take out their whip. <laughs> and that ah. they, like,
2: smell. Like, I just imagine that they smell really good.
1: Yeah, some allspice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the other thing I wanted to say about them is that they win for us best new banda Mm -hmm. but they were robbed Mm -hmm. they were robbed y'all because when they had the fucking banda max awards Mm -hmm. right they were part of this category for like best banda juvenil which, I don't even know what the fuck that means, but...
2: Yeah, it was a the new, uh, new category that they introduced this year.
1: But, like, banda juvenil, that's weird. It's like puberto banda, but anyway. So, <laughs> they were competing against Masa, mm-hmm. who won. But, it was hilarious because there had been some passive aggressiveness mm-hmm. in the previous weeks. Because, of course, like Ejecutiva comes out with these bamas homenajes, which are very well thought out. Like, I talked to Ale about this earlier they really remind me of that tradition of like conjuntos and just gruperos Mm -hmm. doing popuris of songs we really have to respect that because it's Mm -hmm. like one bandas this band is being very intentional about who they're honoring Mm -hmm. paying their dues but like I can only imagine it takes a lot of work. One, to pick which songs you're gonna highlight, mm-hmm. which sections you're gonna actually cut out, because mm-hmm. you're only playing like a minute or two of each song. Right. And like how you're gonna stitch them together and make all those transitions. Like, damn, that's dedication. Mm-hmm. So they did that and they did that homenaje for Luis Miguel. Meanwhile, our friends Evan Massa did a whole album.
2: Yeah, like exclusive Evan Ajá,
1: Tribute al Sol.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and so I mean really like not super comparable cause one's like a popuri and the other one's like yeah. a whole album with each song but I mean someone did it first yeah
2: so. and explosiva <laughs> manda de masa is also really good like I love them but I yeah. think that um I, th- I still would put them below la ejecutiva in terms of like popularity cause ejecutiva
1: and- just has finesse
2: yeah I think Elegantiva is very, very good at, like, brand. Like, they've got that branding down. Um, where Masa is still, like, looser and newer. And it's just, like you said, it was completely robbed. Which was really upsetting because I voted. Well, I think <laughs> I tried. Like. I hate you. <laughs> um,
1: you didn't tell me. We could have done this together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was he going to say? Oh, and, like, um, La Ejecutiva, their lead singer, which I don't know if this is how you say his name or not. Jerry? Jerry? I don't know how to, anyways Anyways, um, the gossip there a few months ago Ooh. was that when Jorge Medina left La Arroyadora... Oh, wait, this
1: isn't the dick pic situation. No. I always fuck this up.
2: <laughs> when he left la rolladora they were looking to add another singer to make it a trio and la rolladora actually wanted one of la ejecutiva's lead singers which they didn't get for you know management record label reasons but i think it just goes to show the talent that is in la ejecutiva that you know the greatest banda La Royadora second (laughs) wanted their artists um, to not replace Jorge Medina but to add them on to the to the legacy that La Royadora has Um, and so I think it's it's very telling of the potential and the talent that you can you can and will you know see more of in La Ejecutiva hell yeah and then a
1: great excellent
2: pictures that
1: the way you said that—that
2: <laughs> 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 that keeps just one of the lead singers shit got leaked, um, and we have not been passed on that link.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have not,
2: um,
4: but yeah, that's what it
1: is. But it's hilarious because I watched this video of him talking about it on El Gordo de la Flaca mm-hmm. or like El Rojo Vivo. I mean, they get around. You know, they've yeah. got some good press.
2: But it's probably like on a Tuesday when no one else is like listening.
1: Yeah, cuando estás en el jale. Yeah. So, in the interview, I guess they—I don't know if he found out like right before then mm. that the shit had gotten leaked without his consent, and the reporters like, "Oh, well, how do you feel about it?" You know, and oh my god, Ali, he was so <laughs> sad. He was so like just like someone ran over his hamster you know (laughs) like he was really upset and he was like fuck like my mom Mm -hmm. my grandma like i'm so sorry yeah but i mean it didn't turn into like a big scandal no i mean if if it had been on a mujer like
2: right if i mean we we just did it right like we just glorified that dick pic like we just want to see it but if that was a mujer how dare she Mm -hmm. you know okay so moving on to video of the year um we have two different winners um uh, mine is "Segunda Opcion by vanda carnal
0: mm-hmm.
2: i this is a great song on its own uh but the video i like i think this is the video of the year for me not because of the storyline because the storyline is like a man gets cheated by his girlfriend cheats on him with like a friend or something. Um, but I love the the scenery in the video. It's it's set in this like middle nowhere rancho.
1: Rancho glam.
2: The courses are running free. It's like this paradise, paradise. yeah, in the middle of fucking nowhere. But the quality of that video is on point and. It's not just this video, it's um, like Calibre 50 videos. Because they're the same label. Yeah, um, who's ever producing these videos, the quality that's put into them is on point. Because other Banda Carnaval videos have also been like, like Ella es mi mujer, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one that's in that like uh, mountain where the church is just uh, like, seeking yep. or something like that
1: like the ruin of the train yeah
2: and it's just like all these um, videos are in gorgeous gorgeous locations yes and like the there's definitely some sort of like filter that I need that's like (laughs) put over these videos where the colors are so vibrant and like it's just oh my
1: god honorable mention Mm -hmm. mi sorpresa fuiste tu Calibre Mm -hmm. 50 video love that song it's been overplayed on the radio mm-hmm. but when it first came out Calibre 50 is one of the few bandas giving us quality messages yes. in their music and so it's a love song
0: mm-hmm.
1: but really like the way that they well at least I you know when I first heard it mm-hmm. I was like oh this is a romantic song but if you watch the video which has the same fucking beautiful mm-hmm. kind of landscape because in the video there's this like mujer living in the middle of the water <laughs> with her son. Mm and the way oh, that yeah. and the way that they pan out to the water to the landscape mm-hmm. is what they do in the Banda Carnaval video and it's just fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I love how they interpreted Misopotamia to be about like a mother and a son and not necessarily about, about romantic love, but
2: i mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what other Calibre Cinquenta song. Um, the one where the it's like a love story, but the love story is about a horse in the video. Yes. And not a muhem. Like the mujer is just there that's also a great video it but was it, all
1: bronco and shit mm-hmm.
2: but it's like <laughs> it's the same people who are producing you know uh, banda carnaval videos so video editors of
1: the year producers year.
2: i think they're called i don't know if i'm pronouncing andalus andalus okay. andalus music but like you recognize them because at the beginning of every video um their logo is a horse and so it's like a horse with a trojan
1: movies. i'm just kidding yeah
2: <laughs> Um, great, great video. A great (laughs) song on its own. Yeah, so...
1: Agreed. to Tu Postura
0: hmm.
1: by MS because we are waiting for them to refuel, collect their juices, get their shit together yes. and be okay. the great banda MS that we know they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Tu Postura is an honorable mention in this category because fuck, it was filmed in chi- filmed in Chicago.
2: Yeah, yeah right by right, And
1: don't front like if it's filmed in Chicago, it's gonna be good.
2: It's so hilarious because i I watched it. It's right by DePaul, and um like a lot of the scenes, like, aren't real like they were coming out of the train station, but that train like stairway case is closed. And oh. it's been closed like forever. Um
1: length, why don't?
2: Yeah they like go behind like the Chicago like theater the one that has like the Chicago written on it they go behind it as if there's a restaurant there it's a fucking alley <laughs> like in real life um and it's just beautiful she
1: knows cause she was la reina de Lincoln Park
2: yeah so I'm just like why didn't no one tell me and how, I do not understand how people how like all these banda artists go to the bean and mm-hmm. sing and Pe- no one fucking
1: recognizes them. Pepe Aguilar them. Every time he comes, he takes pictures at the Bean. The Marco Antonio Solis has hung out at the Bean.
2: And no one says anything. Like, it's just, ugh. Like, you literally will be at the Bean, Yeah, you must have somebody famous. Please be on the lookout. Please let us know.
1: Please.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> so, who I actually picked for this category, I am going with Regulo Caro. Historia mm-hmm. del Este video that mm-hmm. just came out this month. And I'm so proud of him. <laughs> like, you go, regulo yeah. Emilio Garra. <laughs> so as you all know, he is my fucking favorite. If you've listened mm-hmm. to this podcast before, you know that he's one of my favorite artists out there. He recently left the records, mm-hmm. supposedly on good terms.
0: Yeah.
1: And this is someone who is very... Upfront about his influences from like rock music, mm. he's, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: into anime. Like honestly, like a lot of your fucking primos are.
2: He's like gives gives me emo vibes.
1: Yes, he has an emo streak, but that's because he's Scorpio. So he, <laughs> you know, one thing that I thought about a lot recently, and this happened, and this comes out of there was this one time before we launched the podcast that, mm. shout out to Song Mess Podcast, they. Um, I had this, like, I think it was a meme with a Café Tacuba song or something. Mm-hmm. Point is that when I was watching how people were dancing to this Café Tacuba mm-hmm. song, I was like, oh shit, like, this is not that far off from banda music. Like, thinking about that, and then their reply, song mess was like, yeah, like, there's not that much of uh, steps in between banda and, mm-hmm. like, Café Tacuba. And like yeah, because all these first of all, rock music is not a white music, a white music genre. It is a black and brown music genre created by our people, and so sometimes our people be fucking up and be we're like, Tú eres some pinche nerd like lucid because you like this music? But like the reality is that they're actually listening to our music too, that has been stolen from us so sometimes when i be listening to some of these corridos honestly it sounds like the beginning of a rock song <laughs> and um
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: it's very evident in Regulos music and i really like this video because ever since he switched um to his own mm-hmm. independent label or whatever his music videos have gotten a lot more simpler yeah <laughs> and it's not like they look cheap or like super low budget it's just like I think
2: the focus is more on the music the focus is on the music mm-hmm.
1: exactly he finally left he left this big um, record label where he was one of the most poppin artists mm-hmm. like he did that the fucking music video for cicatrices was with Cherlene that actress where it was just like a whole a whole fucking big, like film <laughs> with so many special like it was just a lot Mm -hmm. and you could tell probably expensive it was like all telenovela and shit Mm -hmm. and comparing that to Historia del Este where he's just vibing doing a set in like a garage basically Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with a couple of like lawn chairs where people are sitting Mm -hmm. and listening to him he just looks really in his element and so I applaud that because Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that is what we mean when we talk about banda being so complex and this music being so complex it's that like it's not just Recolo, y'all. It's so much more.
2: What? What? Okay, so let's listen to Historia de este. Historia <laughs>
5: de Este yo les traigo, rojo es el color que siempre ha predominado Sabemos que en la vida el destino no te avisa Con altas y bajas pero la frente para arriba Rayas de respeto son medallas en mi cuerpo Pues me las gané cuando me encontraba preso Pasa y paso el tiempo y en el barrio fui aprendiendo A no ser dejado yo siempre he sido de huevos Los contras se arrimaban, siempre en bola nos llegaban Salían corriendo, pues riata para las armas Tiros me pegaron, ya me daban por tumbado Calibre 38, varias balas penetraron El fierro manuteamos, el regalo regresamos Tumbamos la puerta de emergencia y la libramos Como son las cosas, el destino está muy claro Con el 27 desde entonces navegamos 5.7, el motor muy bien se siente Andando por las calles se ve la rama imponente I never met retrovisor, reviso sempre ando via nariz, con fuerza y algo en el camino. Adelante positivo y decidido, voy forjando mi destino. Cool. Actually, I
2: really like this song now that I'm listening to it for the first time.
0: Yeah.
2: um Okay, so let's see. Where are we? Our next category is Favorite Album of 2018.
1: And our award winner is...
2: La... Arroyadas Calibre... Uh, Calibre. Uh, Calidad y Cantidad. Love, love, love this song. I, I, it came out February, March of this year. Listened to it back then. Hated it.
1: Yeah, I still have that text message where... <laughs> we're like new album alert and the, the song- overwhelming band of lemon has a new mm-hmm. album and I listen- and I was like this is trash
2: it is yeah <laughs> i think i was just like projecting my own feelings of just not wanting to hear sad songs but the song is beautiful it is a lot of heartbreak songs um but like they're good heartbreak songs right now i think the one that's playing is "No and that's real i think it's
1: As it hits you
2: it hits you because it's it's not it's like what we like talk about when we're t- trying to heal from heartbreak of like i still haven't learned my fucking lesson um and so it's nice to to hear a sad love song that's not angry or upset at the partner is more like reflecting on themselves Mm,
1: damn
2: like like i haven't fucking learned yet you know um
1: super necessary Mm
2: -hmm. um men never do that (laughs) (laughs) their this is their album where uh, their first album where they include the new singer uh, after jorge medina left and he has definitely added a new element to the banda a mi vale is also a really great song me vale. <laughs> um and so this is a great great album that hasn't been pushed on no as hard as i wish it was but i think it's it's coming slowly
1: but i think it's because there's such a saturation like there's so many albums yeah
2: um but and it,
1: has not been on their like
2: promotion mm-hmm. shit right i agree um and so this is a great album that you know hopefully you now take a listen to I think when talking about this specific category we've talked about how um, when we listen to banda or música regional mexicana overall we focus on the singles rather than the albums this is why everyone always brings up banda MS as like being one of the Greater Bandas, because I think Banda MS has been really good at creating a storyline that connects all the songs in their one album, so that when they perform it, it makes sense. And so, when Banda MS's CD came out, which it also came out this year, and we're not going to feature it because it wasn't good, in our opinion. When that came out, everyone was listening to the entire album. And so you heard, like, have you listened to the Banda MS album? Not have you listened to Banda MS's new song? And so I think that's what Banda MS is really good at. But like La Royadora, you know, we're hearing No he Logrado Aprender, but no one's going back and listening to that Calidad y Cantida album. And this is uh, common in a lot of the other albums that, you know, were also really good this year.
1: Yeah, no, I'm a fan of this album. I think it's a really solid album, but mm-hmm. that still takes them a step further.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know what the fuck that was trying to say, but what I'm trying to say is that you have all these bandas that are pretty comfortable in
0: mm-hmm.
1: knowing that people know them, that people listen to them, that they're like standard, that like mm-hmm. you will get played at the quinceañera no matter what. Right. So... They get comfortable when they release these albums, and then they say that and fucking recodo that don't have Mm -hmm. something new to give us. And this album did deliver something new from a Mm -hmm. super like you know set in stone band, and like Mm -hmm. that makes me excited. It makes me. It only makes me more excited to see what's next, especially with this new singer. Mm -hmm. But like. You know, I've always been Team Lemons, always been Team mm-hmm. Arroyadora Original over Recodo, mm-hmm. Recoditos. Growing, like, that's just how I was raised. Yep. You're either Team Popeyes or Team KFC, and I'm Team Lemons. Like, <laughs> it's my mom's favorite banda. She was always like, Arroyadora is better than Recodo.
2: 100%. And
1: I'll just leave that there.
2: 100% agree. That's
1: just where I stand on this topic. <laughs> so, yeah. Looking forward to more better albums from our sometimes complacent bandas. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So much creativity to be learned from some of these other solo
2: artists. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't have a favorite album, so I don't have a favorite album to share, but I did want to share, if that's Mm -hmm. okay, a couple of the albums that I really liked listening to over the Mm -hmm. year over 2018, just some really good albums. Right. And I have five of them. <laughs> so starting with number one. Grupo Codiciado. You you'll know them for Gente de Accionar.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One of the most bomb songs of the past couple of years. Yep. They just recently released um, Loqueando con Banda. Mm-hmm. And the cover is... I don't know what's going on with that cover. <laughs> but the music is good. Really makes me want to dance. Hermosísima Lucero is that mm. first song. It's a bomb as fuck. And I feel like this is a group who... You know, like, people listen to these one hits mm-hmm. and then, like, don't look into the people who created it. Right. Don't give them more attention and mm-hmm. like people are hustling like let's you know return right. and if they gave the you favorite. this
2: one really good hit best believe there are more hits in that album
1: yeah so that's with Grupo Coliseado they have this young artist a part of the group that reminds me so much of that Gang Gang Fu from <laughs> <laughs> Elemento cause honestly different people but you know they both saying. got their little uh-huh. like um I don't know rap cholito look going on like rancho cholito look going on and yeah this is a good album so check it out um you'll feel it another album that i really appreciated this year for all of y'all norteño heads we love and are super appreciative of norteño con sax um like the way that that whole like subgenre has just mm-hmm. There's just so much soul in it. And, like, obviously, Regional Mexicana has soul um, that we obviously owe to, like, black people, to, like, the African diaspora and their instruments. But saxophone is just so special. And to see so much Norteño con sax Uh coming out of, like, Texas and, like, the northern Mexican states and, like, the legacy of enslavement there, (laughs) yoro, it's just beautiful. And so La Maquinaria came out blessed us with a new album this year mm-hmm. called Amo and my favorite song off of that album is No Es de Papel Mi Corazon es de Papel <laughs> <Also una> Reggaeton <laughs> but yeah so they just really took their music I think to another level here held it, continue to hold it down and check it out this is what you want to play when you're getting ready to dance it's a good mm-hmm. album my third a third album that I really love this year, and Ale knows this, and I, we brought him on as our song of the moment, Vilan Garcia put out an album this year, and y'all, when we talk about complex, we're talking about like, something like this. This is a bomb-ass album. Vilan Garcia has delivered with this and Ali taught me right. hashtag Ali taught me that <laughs> when an album is good you love like every song on that album yeah most of it and yeah. I did on this one for sure because every song had a different tone mm. different instruments did a different rhythm even though it was very like of course siereno. C- like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was just beautiful the ice love the use of the guitars like mm-hmm. it's just
2: beautiful
1: Thank you, Milan. <laughs> and, of course, he's not new to the game. Yeah. He looks like a fucking morrito, but he's not. I
2: think he has, like, a daughter and shit. Yeah, he has
1: kids. Like, he's a dad, you know? But uh, he's blessing us. Oh, shit, I have six. Okay, so to wrap things up. Tierra Sagrada, y'all. Mm-hmm. Again, La Buena y La Mala hit. Don't forget that they have so much more good music. Right, they're coming up. Yes, and they came out with their CD this year. Um, and it has good ass songs on it. Uh-huh. Don't miss out. They're a good banda too, and they deserve more attention. And finally, Voz de Mando, our favorite activist group, Banda of Life, came up with their new album, and they're fun. Like, they're just always love them. Definitely check this out, and definitely be on the lookout for us to talk about how banda and musica regional mexicana artists are organizing and like Mm -hmm. supportive of social justice
2: agree they're really really good okay so next category is best new artist of 2018 i'm so excited um i'll go first who Uh, is it (laughs) i my favorite new artist of 2018. I just found out about them maybe like a month or two ago. My sister showed me a video that she saw on Facebook. Shout out America. And it is Grupo Firme. I am obsessed with their lead singer. He can do no wrong in my book. His name is Edwin Cass. Um, this Grupo Firme is, I don't think they're signed by anyone. Um, Big yeah anyone big they're a group that's in mexico uh from my understanding from what i could tell is like they're just you know one of the many grupos that like perform in different venues and events but have done covers that have been really really good covers that has essentially made them go viral because their lead singer is fucking on point this man has one of the greatest voices i've ever heard he looks just like chicharito if you look at him with one mm-hmm. eye close um he's just great i'm i can't wait to see them hopefully one day they have maybe two three albums out um they're pretty good uh i do have a few favorites from those albums there's one really random cd that's like a live performance in colombia
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um which is really interesting i love them Uh, i i'm obsessed this man the lead singer can do no wrong for me and so i'm going to play uh one of their songs that's been playing on the radio in mexico obviously not here um actually no let me play the song that i first got introduced to them, which is a cover, Juro Por Dios, which oh, finally made it onto Spotify and I didn't know how much I
6: needed
1: bringing back from our mujeres en banda episode i'm bringing back marilino Mm deza because this year like was homegirls year she got Mm -hmm. to play from what i see on instagram (laughs) bigger venues um she got more recognition that Mm -hmm. is you know well deserved she has a beautiful voice I think she can be doing a lot of different kinds of genres mm-hmm. not just banda She's very she gives me like Yuridia vibes uh-huh. and you know we love our girl Yurita Flore- Flowers yep. <laughs> and she is of course like the daughter of Marisela but goes to show that just if you're like the, even if you're the kid of someone famous you're not mm-hmm. always guaranteed stardom um, <laughs> like son, like a lot of people anyway so point is that she, holding it down for mujeres in the genre, mm-hmm. she came out with her CD this year, uh, like her first like full on like CD, from in my opinion, and this CD just did a good job of like bringing together some CD? solid, uh huh, and bringing some solid songs, but also some solid covers
0: mm-hmm.
1: and showcasing her voice. I do hope that, you know, going into 2019, like, she gets even more support. Mm-hmm. I think that's... You really do see how these mujeres, like, just hustle on their own. Yeah. Because they're not... Like, even if they are signed to these big-time records, like, is on the same record label as Banda MS. Mm-hmm. That's why they sometimes do, like, sing together. Yeah. But... Like, let's give a homegirl songs that really showcase her unique voice mm-hmm. that, you know, are really just to show how you want to bring together the balladista voice with, like, tambora. you know, tambor and, like, yeah. all these instruments. Like, let's do that for Homegrown this year because this album was good. And, of course, like, it can only go up from here.
2: Right.
1: Any other thoughts on Marilyn? <laughs>
2: uh, I loved her cover. I think if you look at it, it's like pink. I, I love it i think my i've said before i love helena ochoa's cover where she's like in a white gown and there's like a flower like backdrop i think that's what you call it um but i love to see these mujeres keep their feminine side within the banda world which i think a lot of mujeres that try to come up within the genre try to remove that as much as possible and become these like hardcore you know riding horses boots like dirty like in the mud kind of
1: mujeres which like if that's your deal that's That's
2: fine yeah but i think i love seeing mujeres still bring that feminine side and and you know rock pink all day
1: yeah because not everyone can be as hardcore as me
2: yeah
1: (laughs) i'm just kidding no but for real it's cool to you know let's hope for a future where you know, we have fucking, mm-hmm. like, rainbow covers and, like, all this shit, but, like, meaningful mm-hmm. um, in this world, and that because when you hear all these interviews, especially, like, this is a big year for mm-hmm. really diagnosing the crisis of there's mm-hmm. no mujeres en banda, let alone, like, non-conforming folks and, like, queer folks, but, like, this, this year, the crisis of mujeres en banda was definitely identified, like, mm-hmm.
2: And you saw, like, the players who are perpetuating this problem. Yes.
1: So if we had to do, like, top on the moments this year, you know, we have the El Yaqui Entre Amigos, and then we have this, like, Mujeres en, en Regional Mexicana mm-hmm. movement where mujeres are who, like, have different levels of, of recognition and of fame are coming together and, like, saying mm-hmm. there is a network of us. This year, there was more interviews than ever before asking these, like, you know, patriarchs and gatekeepers of the industry, like, their thoughts on Jenny or their thoughts on mujeres. Mm -hmm. And they always say the same bullshit of, like, women don't get along or, like, Mm -hmm. there's not no one as talented as Jenny, which is, of course, bullshit and, like, fucked up to say. But this year... Mujeres from different record labels Even if they're not all under this like Group of like the 8 or so Mujeres Indígenas mm-hmm. Mexicana That are going to be having their concert next year You saw them supporting each other right. You saw Cynthia La Grande reaching out to Elena Ochoa Elena Ochoa reaching out to Cheli Madrid Cheli Madrid commenting on Victoria La Mala Like all mm-hmm. these things And let's see more of it Yes. So uh, The song that I want to feature mm-hmm. Um Gracias por preguntar. Gracias por preguntar, because don't fucking call us, don't text me, don't call me.
7: No te preocupes Ya no es de tu incumbencia Saber que es de mi vida A ti ya no te interesa Gracias por preguntar Pero no finjas Que te importa Al cabo ya Ni te me antojas No le quitas el hambre y a quien pide ni mosna Por las noches me estás interrumpiendo
2: No, <laughs> but I didn't reply because I need a fucking sleep. The hey,
1: have you been text? <laughs> I was the like, eh,
2: not today. been meaning to reach out to you, text. Yep. So I was like, eh, I'm sleeping. Yeah. Okay. So favorite love song of this year
1: for those of you that had love, mm-hmm.
2: we're jealous. Um, <laughs> we picked "Qué Bonito Es Creer" by Ulises Chávez. He and Los Plebes released a new album this year, which was really, really good. Um, they had, I think, a lot of hits within that album. And this one was by far my favorite, Que Bonito es Querer. Uh, I think it's overkilled on the radio.
1: Radio does kill. Yeah,
2: reason. and the music video itself was trash. trash.
1: Like this stupid like prince and princess rescuing Rapunzel situation. Yeah. We're over it.
2: And this was such a beautiful song that there didn't need to be this, like, fantasy, like, over-the-top story. Yeah, like,
1: it's, like, a more mature song, and the mm-hmm. video was puberto as fuck.
2: Yeah, um, and so whatever, whatever that hot mess was, but the song itself is, you know, like, the title of it says que bonito es querer, you know, because it is true. When it is real and it's genuine and it's, like, consensual and there's respect and trust, it is fucking beautiful, you
1: know? And it's like we talked about on the Banda Manticas intro. It's querer, which really just translates to like. Mm-hmm. But querer means so much more than that in yeah.
0: Spanish. Mm-hmm. And in so, this
1: colonizer language. Yep. <laughs> and with this song, it's just so beautiful, to mm-hmm. be honest. The song, the music, the way that it was put together...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You listen to it and fuck, you feel like you're being hugged by releases. True, and <laughs> especially when you're fucking walking down a cold ass street in Chicago in the winter, <laughs> and you're listening to this. Que quieres
2: The banda, banda. The album cover for them is also really like, like it's like them standing. Ugh, it's beautiful. Anyways, here is que bonitas <laughs>
8: de febrero, pero te quiero regalar
0: Las estrellas
8: que hay en el cielo,
0: tal vez te
8: las pueda bajar Y es que tú, me elevas hasta el cielo amor Con cada palpitar de tu dulce corazón Es que yo no puedo ocultarlo, amor. Me encanta, si es verdad. Y hoy vengo con la intención de decirte: Te quiero, me gusta. Si quiero intentarlo contigo, una y otra vez. Es que tú me fascinas. Ay, mira, mi niña. I remember
1: when this song first came out, it got on the radio pretty quickly, Mm. and I think I was in the car with my parents, and I was like, oh, put that up, like I was listening to this song, Mm -hmm. it was my favorite off the
0: album, and
1: look, it's made it into a hit. And my I was like, "Oh, no mm. I was like, you're so basic. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom loved it. So okay. that's it. Okay. Well, we had some favorites this year, but we also didn't want to not give an award to the worst song <laughs> of this year <laughs> or songs.
2: Yeah. So there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot, but I also feel like I'm not going to remember the worst song of this year Um, but the ones that I could you know remember is the recent one Luis Coronel's Mentirosa it breaks my heart that I cannot stick to Luis Coronel I'm sure he's a great person everyone says he's super nice and cool very attractive I but I think like he hasn't found his voice and banda just aren't clicking to me anymore. And so I think he just needs to find his, like, rhythm. On top of the fact that he also just got kicked out of Dell Re- Or left He left. Records.
1: I don't think he got kicked out.
2: No, he left. Um, and so I think he's also just trying to figure out, like, what his next move. And I still don't like the song.
1: Um, Can I also add, one of the worst banda moments this year was... So in Chicago, of course, there's hella music festivals in the mm-hmm. summer, and this year was the first year that they did Off um, Festival, mm-hmm. which was basically supposed to be like a banda and reggaeton. Mm-hmm. It was more heavily reggaeton than banda, which, why? Mm-hmm. But um, the second day got canceled. So worst moment was that we didn't have money to go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and so we ended up missing Jos Favela that performed the first day. And Luis Coronel was supposed to be performing there, so mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, that was really weird.
1: It was very really strange. It was badly promoted.
2: Yeah, and like you had like fucking Maluma. just really you weird. You had
1: Maluma and Adriel Favela. It was interesting.
2: All in... yeah. Anyways.
1: But who are we talking? We're going to Reggaeton versus Banda next week.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, another one I have not liked anything that La Tracalosa has released. What? I think they released some like what it like some mom song? Una Are you talking about una pl- Yes, una aplauso. I
1: mean. It's called una plazo.
2: It's like a mother's theme, like una para ellas. Like just trying to uplift the mood, but trash, 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 trash. Um, I well, I'll let you finish. <laughs> well, no, kind. I think it's like I get the concept of it. I don't think the music behind it is good. And the concept itself, it's, like, all men should be respecting women. Mm-hmm. Like, this is mm-hmm. basic. Like, I'm not going to praise you for bringing up a concept yes. that's, like, we should all do. I get it that it's brand new within the Vanda world. But when you have that concept, the music itself doesn't even want... It's just a bunch of bad.
1: No. Yeah. When you put it that way, I completely agree.
2: Yeah. <sighs> um, and then, lastly, I do not like te contaron not te contaron mal by Cristian Nodal I think and I'll talk about it more in my Walter Mercado corner. <laughs> what is what what uh I'm doing, doing it. it? Yeah. Um Cristian Odal he is definitely the star child of the música regional genre. Because he's
1: like a baby Alejandro Fernandez.
2: Mm-hmm. And he started off with Adiós Amor, right? And that video and the style, the vibe was like rancho, like bar, heartbroken, like kid story, I guess. And then No Te Contaron was like dripping in like fucking jewelry in a mansion surrounded by random white people, like dancing, not to the beat, like... It's just very weird, but it's the direction that I know Cristiano Nadal is going. And I'll tell you my thoughts, which I think are almost on point about where Cristiano Nadal is going to go. But I just hate the song. The concept is trash. Like, you made out with one person, so it's cheating. But if it was just one person, you can't be mad.
1: What? It's like you've had clearly many things, but one, like these band artists be making these songs like they've never had a conversation with their partner before (laughs) about boundaries yeah like they have none or they don't understand the concept and
2: how dare you like of asking how dare you have feelings about the consequences of my whatever tell us about your worst song because I also agree with this song being trash Uh,
1: so my worst song of this year I just was very very disappointed by Joshua Vela just Favela. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I need more food. Just Favela and Becky G's collaboration on. Um, what's the song's name? You see? Uh, Suddenly, uh, I don't Pienso know her. T- <laughs> no, we
2: don't
1: know her. No, p- t- 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 it was just not good.
2: There's oh no, no my reason goodness. to put these two people together. Well, no
1: like, reason. not on a, this kind of a track, at least. Like, no. What? Becky G I think she has a nice voice but I think that um, it just does not the way that she's singing was just totally off what the music the backtrack was
2: well I think because Becky G does reggaeton and it's all auto-tunes and then when she's trying to sing with someone who actually has talent like Josue it like you can't auto-tune like that shit you know like you can't say I'm dead like I was, I was going to say tiki-taki, but that's like... <laughs> Tiki-taki-taki. Tiki-taki. <Selena. laughs> that's, that's, that's another bitch. Um, it's just like you can't... I think they shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Becky G does not have talent. I do not like the bitch. And whoever put these... Whoever said, let's put Jose and Becky G together, it needs to get fired.
1: Yes. I liked Becky G when she was younger and because I was in English because I'm a fan of like
2: Sola was good
1: yeah Sola was g- I am a fan of like when she was little and trying her like she got mm-hmm. rap thing she has like I can't fucking sing so I feel like I can't be like <laughs> she sucks because <laughs> yo no canto but okay yeah all of this to say that this was just not a good collaboration like
2: mm-hmm.
1: even if like in general like let's put their names away like Mm -hmm. The way that she sang on that song just did not match the harm the music Mm -hmm. at all. Agreed. At all. Agreed. It was like trying to put pop situation with just no, it just did not go.
2: Yeah.
1: Where song of the year.
2: (laughs) I agree. I agree. Yeah. Even if it wasn't Becky G and it was some other like that other girl. (laughs)
1: Selena Gomez?
2: And I'll like um, I don't know her name, but like it just wasn't right. And I don't know if it did well either. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it was trying to get two audiences, like to look. It's no.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're obviously not, not
2: gonna feature these songs.
1: Nope. <laughs> okay, okay, so that was our worst songs of the year.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: we had some songs that we loved because they told somebody off mm-hmm. somebody else was the worst so this up next is our fuck you songs of 2018 that were lit so my favorite fuck you song of this year this year I really found a newfound love for Claudio Alcaraz mm-hmm. some of y'all may know him as the ex um, vocalista for La Addictiva. He has a great voice, like, to the point where when Jorge Medina had that accident in 2013, remember when he was on drugs and, like, crashed?
0: No.
1: When that no. happened, <laughs> and Arrolladora was left without a vocalist, Claudio stepped in. Mm. They asked him to.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. So, also, a fun moment of this year was that you have Jorge Medina, Claudio Caraz, El Mimoso. Who am I missing? One more person. All of these ex-head vocalists. They're going to be doing a tour next year together mm-hmm. to try to, like, get their stuff up. Because, come on, they're all middle-aged men that are, like, trying to become, you know, hit soloists again. Which I think they can. Yes. Pancho Barraza did it. I think he's the most successful, like, person to leave a band.
2: Um. Yeah, what's his face?
1: Julio Narváez. Julio Narváez. So, let's wish them good luck for this year. But <laughs> my favorite fuck you song this year is Claudio Caraz because, Or is Valga Videos by Claudio Alcaraz because... The song is like Valgame Dios, a mi me vale verga. Um yeah, like you fucked up and whatever. Fuck you. So anyway, I would dedicate the song to my haters. And here is <laughs> Valga Medios <laughs> by Claudio.
7: <Valgaraz. laughs>
3: Válgame Dios,
4: lo que quiero que te diga
1: Let's hear more from him next year. He was also featured on the Valentina Di tribute and mm. did a really great job.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. What's your favorite Fuck You song? And who are you going to say Fuck You to? <laughs>
2: uh-huh. I love... Um, what's it called? Banda Rancho Viejo's cover of Me Vale Perderte. I don't know who the original person is, who song this is, but I love this song. Um, and I think we've all heard it somehow I think we've seen it in like a Facebook video of a girl like in like high school elementary whatever singing the song but then Banda Rancho does a cover and it's really good it doesn't I don't think it curses it's like a nice way of saying funny. <laughs>
6: poquito extraña, no sé lo que me pasó, pero me enamoré y ahora sé cómo se ama, su sonrisa me
4: cautivó el corazón, me lo robo y ahora vivo de una botella, pues me partió el corazón,
6: me lo rompió en dos, decía que era para ella, ya decía yo desde morrillo que el amor no existía, que era pérdida de tiempo.
1: It's so poetic. <laughs> it really is. It's
2: very clever in the lyrics. Okay. Favorite sad song. There's so many. But I think we both just decided to go with Me hubieras dicho by Jos Favela. Really, really great song. I think we've all heard it a million times. Mm-hmm. Every time. It's still hits me so want to break down
1: what an amazing singer songwriter
2: great I love that the cover of that song it's the where he like all white Mm -hmm. really really clean beautiful love it yep yep so favorite duet you want to go first or you want me to go first so this
1: is El Duo de la Historia you can go first okay
2: so, my favorite...
1: Wait. Mm-hmm. Can we just... Oh, my God. I just had an epiphany. So, Joseph Abela or Jos. I don't know. Host. What are we going with? Okay. He is 28.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He is having the best Saturn return ever. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> wow.
1: So, it's like once you... This is a super mediocre explanation, but... And really should be explained much more. But once you're like hitting your 28th year, you've basically have gone around all of the planets
2: at least once.
1: At least once. <laughs> and so like you've actually matured and oh, shit. it's like going to be a really tough year for you or oh, like a really God. rough year or ready. like a really good year. <laughs> Just depends on how you navigate it and how you set yourself up. Okay. And for some people it's like when they do fucking amazing like mm. I've seen 28 year olds that's the year they get elected into office like that's the year that they finish their dissertation like all these things you mm-hmm. know and yeah it makes sense that he's going through that
2: yeah cause he just came up Ho- Josué is
1: cause he's um, been writing songs for people for years yeah. and
2: so the music world knows him but I think this is the year where the audience met him
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah cool cool
1: okay do a la historia
2: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite love it's probably y'all's favorite 18 libras by legado Siete featuring hijos de garcia
1: yes thank you for including a legado 7 song yes love this
2: song love this my sister again taught me uh introduced me to this song love it love it i just I, I think I'll talk about more about Legado Siete and like Tercer Elemento and like Hijos de Garcia later on in a bit. Love this song, 18 libras de queso. That's my lyric. <laughs> love it. So I'm just gonna go ahead tu queso and. De like, yes, love it.
6: En mi troca bien polarizados Pa' que no vean por dentro el negocio que cargo Arriba de mi troca y muy poco me bajo Mi radio y celular se la pasan sonando
4: Mi madre preguntó por qué tanto dinero Esta casa es humilde pues como le has hecho Sonriente le dije mi trabajo es derecho Si supiera mi madre que a veces ni duermo
6: Como siempre lo quise los lo en exceso Rolex siempre en la mano pa' no perder tiempo
2: how
1: about yours? I think there was some really cool collabs this year yeah. um, I mean like Regulo Caro with Grupo Codiciado, El Golpe Avisa, like a bunch of good
2: ones Recoditos
1: with Pancho Barrasa yes so my pick though is less much less well known Mm -hmm. this song is just random as fuck
2: Mm, i've never heard it for
1: some people it might be a little too cheesy okay maybe for you it might be a little bit too cheesy (laughs) i've shared this with you before but honestly like i fucking loved this song because i love drama Mm. i love dramatic ass shit
2: okay can't say
1: and this song delivers and when i found out that this Banda is from Leon, Guanajuato. Mm-hmm. My heart sped the fuck up oh. because there's not a lot of bandos. Los there. Valadores. Valador, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's. Did I say
2: Los Valadores? No, no. No, I don't think you've said who it is
1: yeah. Oh, yes. So Los Valadores. And there's not a lot of banda recognition from GTO. We have like Grupo Exterminador Love. Um. But, yeah, they're from fucking Guanajuato, so you better recognize. So, they did Ranchero contra Fresa. Ranchero versus Fresa, which is a song that I've chosen. But there's a couple of different ones. So, we're doing, this we're doing Ranchero versus El Fresa that features um, Banda Buena Vibra. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, let's play it for y'all because the drama speaks for itself
3: Sus besos con pura pasión
4: Mi conequista es diferente Presona la cosa arriba de un yate Nazca ti mueren lujos para conquistarla No creo que un rara pueda deslumbrarla. Viajamos en jet privado Y claro los cielos también son testigos
1: high pitched voice mm-hmm. and like a really deep voice. Cause we love both. Yeah. I'll always pick <laughs> like team deep <laughs> I'll
2: always pick, Team deep. i always pick a deeper
1: voice. But I love that we get both of those here. Mm-hmm. And like for some reason I just really want to dance this like with one person in front of like a whole audience. Got it. Because that's the kind of drama. That's the kind of drama that the song demands. Got it. Another intention for twenty nineteen. Next year will be the year that we have a tamborazo. Yep. All right. Yep. So hopefully we can get some more duos next year because come on, people, fucking share the love.
2: Yep. I Agree.
1: Okay. So that brings us to best homenaje.
2: Okay, I, uh, I love this. I think, like we mentioned with La Recutiva, there was a lot of homenajes this year, like really, really good ones. One of my favorite ones, which is not my top, um, Las Septimas, um, how do you say, Popuri? Mm-hmm. To Conjunto Primavera. That
1: was Love. beautiful. First of all, this awoke a new part of our Grinch hearts that we didn't know that. we had. I needed that. And it was another connection that strengthened our friendship because we were like, oh my God, we're both Conjunto Primavera fans. Love them to death. The variety of music that exists in the genre. Wild.
2: And I, I, that was just a great, great one. Um, but my favorite one, just because... Uh, is La Fucutiva is is the one that I picked it's the homenaje to el principio de la canción Jose Jose I remember hearing a clip of it on Instagram and dying like that clip was so good it was like 15 minutes
1: it's fucking amazing
2: I I, and I was obsessed and I was like 15 seconds yeah like I was waiting for it to come out But then again, because La Jocotiva is um, in Mexico, they released it on YouTube and not on Spotify the same day. And so I was so pissed, but I was on YouTube. Like the first 100 views are mine. I hate you. (laughs) Like it's just a beautiful, well thought out, like combination of Jose Jose songs, which I honestly am not a fan of Jose Jose. Like listening to his version of the music, um, but I love every single song in this homenaje
1: you know how um, that we radio Mena does like team feelings team perro I'm like team románticas mm. and you're like team fuck you I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no we are complex people so we like both right um, but no this was a fucking great homenaje as someone that like I put a lot of like Honor and respect, put honor and respect on their names, <laughs> um, to like Jose like Jose Jose because I did grow up on this music mm-hmm. like just puras pinches románticas all the time because of who my parents are and this was just so well done such really? a tribute. There was a stupid meme from that like oh, popular yeah, yeah. memes page memes de Lorizada and they posted this stupid meme that was like pero si no escuchas banda que escuchas cuando estás triste and it was like someone pointing to Jose Jose and it's like first of all you can do both
2: literally you can do both second
1: of all if you don't like banda don't trash banda and third of all yeah, that's because you haven't heard this tribute mm-hmm. so if you're on that same wavelength then
2: yeah, and like we've said with um, Marco Antonio Solis, a lot of these songs are covers from people who you don't expect who don't sing banda.
1: So here it is we're gonna do the tribuna.
3: Por favor, como estés, como sea, que a nadie le importa Que te hayas manchado de todo, para mí es igual No me importa lo que seas, no me importa si has cambiado No me importa si eres otra, no me importa si has pecado, vuelve, Sin ti soy un hombre acabar
2: When I posted this on my story,
1: you got famous.
2: They liked, they like carded it, so I, they saw my story. Okay. Uh, and I think I have it saved too. It was one of those moments. Mm-hmm. Anyways,
1: that's how I feel every time Cynthia Lavanda likes my post. Agreed. Okay. So again, omens are important. Pay tributes. Yes.
2: So now we're going to go into our favorite cover songs. Like, we, a lot of the songs we have mentioned are covers, but we want These are special
1: covers. Yeah. Well, I think most of the time, people don't research and know that these are covers, so we want to really highlight these 2 Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with mm-hmm. my mans. Oof.
0: <laughs>
1: Saul, El Jaguar, Alarcón he is not new to the game Oh, he, he is, is not new to the game he mm-hmm. is sexy so he wow just like staring at him in my mind but he just released this year an album and it's fucking amazing because the cover is like him rancho glam as fuck mm. wearing like this beautiful leather coat with fur
0: mm. just
1: looking like he's about to walk the runway and he remastered a bunch of his songs. In twenty thirteen, he first released his version of "Evidencia" by Ana Gabriel, mm-hmm. and so this is it remastered. But like, how beautiful when, like these really tough like masculine mm-hmm. quote unquote, um, you know hombres are singing these like super femme songs like by a queer mujer, right? Ana Gabriel, mm-hmm. um, who's publicly said, you know, talked about her queerness. Mm-hmm. So for him to cover this song is just not always something that people do. Not People don't really, bandas don't cover Ana Gabriel. Mm-hmm. So this was a gem and definitely want to highlight it. And it's definitely Bringing It Back, Remastered, favorite cover song for me of
2: 2018. Cool. Let's play it.
3: cuando digo que no quiero amarte más es porque te amo cuando digo que no quiero más de ti es porque te quiero más tengo miedo de entregar mi corazón confesar que ando todo entusiasmado Yo no puedo imaginar que va a ser de mi Si te perdiera un día Yo mi paz que se desprende por Edoquiel Que después te entrego Necesito hablar las cosas que yo sé Y después me niego La verdad es que estoy loco ya por ti, que tengo miedo de perderte alguna vez. Necesito aceptar que Dios jamás va a separarte de mi vida. Es una locura de decir que no te quiero, de evitar las apariencias, ocultando evidencias.
2: Más it's also a new one. Like, I feel like all the most of the music I'm picking is pretty fresh, which is probably just not really good at reflecting at the year. But anyways, this song, completely unexpected. Love this, the real version of this. Who sings it? Fruta Prohibida.
1: Tu eres fruta... John Sebastian, right?
2: No. I Well, I think the version I like is... um. No, actually, I don't have it. Anyways, um, maybe it is. Maybe I'm just confusing it. But I love Los de la Noria's cover of Fruta Prohibida. It's great. I needed this in my life.
1: about as much of the, sh- as the shit that I talk about Banda Recodo
0: mm-hmm.
1: Banda Recodo marks a very important moment in our lives at least for me that's what got me into mm-hmm. really liking Banda aside from my aside from my parents mm-hmm. listening to the music so where would we be if we didn't have El
2: Fuck I don't know and honestly now that I'm thinking about it El Yaqui left Recodo, right? But he was so loved. I don't understand why he didn't like, pop it off.
1: Because right of the Recodo Mafia, they weren't gonna let it happen.
2: Because, like, we're gonna feature the song that, like, made him viral once again, No Mas Este Rey, which is a cover. But it's like, El Yaqui sounds the same. Like, mm-hmm. four or five years ago. And, it's just, it's just, and, and I feel like he still has the love where people know who the fuck that is. Which is almost like at, like, El Mimoso level, you know?
1: Yep. And so it's just... But a different generation.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and it's just beautiful. I mean, I pre, I'm i not the biggest fan of Nomás Este Rey. Because I think I'm not used to hearing El Yaqui sing songs like this. But I love this man. He's not cute anymore. I
5: will say
1: cada quien su gusto
2: Okay, anything else you want to say? Nope Okay, so let's play Nomás Este Rey Which I think the person who sings this is Chuy Lizarga The original version
4: si te vi lo mejor de mi vida te lo merecía. En un trono Tal vez
1: Back from the Dead mm-hmm. Released Hacio Más Claro Which For me is a good ass song And
2: He came out With the whole
1: album He came out With a whole album And Everyone Mom is super happy That he's back
2: Yeah <laughs> Cool Anything else?
1: Well With him Like let's talk about him A little bit So he You know Left La Rolla After being there For so long True he really defined that band for mm-hmm. such a large amount of its trajectory. I feel trajectory. like he's
2: the... Um, what's his face? The one before Mimoso. We just talked about him last episode. He's It was really sick. Julio Preciado. Yes, uh, yes. I feel like he's that for La Royadora. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, más jovencito, but yeah. So, come back. They came back this year. Let's see what they... Make their, of their comeback in 2019. Mm-hmm.
2: I also don't know why he left. So I think it'd be interesting to find that out. Because he, he, I feel like he had his spot secured in La Royala Forever. So I'm interested to see what cost him. Probably money. But what else?
1: So moving on, we're nearing the end of these awards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we want to... We can't leave... Yeah, without identifying who we award biggest star of 2018 and who we think will be the biggest star in
2: 2019. Mm -hmm. I think my biggest star for 2018 is hands down Tercer Elemento along with just that type of music with lumbre Corridos with yeah like like, Legado Siete um and all all the other ones but I think Tercero Elemento is the face of that like specific kind of
1: even though they weren't the first to do it
2: right right
1: um but let's give a hand of applause also another great moment of 2018 mm -hmm. was the um the tour yeah I'm like thinking because I went to the with Khalifa Snoop Dogg
2: Uh, the smoke me uh out tour yes yeah um i think for me why they're the biggest star of 2018 they're not my favorite um but i think they're the ones that are most talked about even if it's bad i think a lot of coverage that i saw was of them making fun of the lead singer chris hmm Because, like, he can't sing, whatever. the He can't sing, but his it's shows not, are packed.
1: Right. Or, like, people identify as people can't sing when people sing differently. Yeah. Because people say that Ana Gabriel can't sing, but she sings oh, differently. What the fuck? People say that she, like... I'm like, it's not that she doesn't sing well. She just sings differently.
2: Oh, my God. Is that what people are going to say about Becky G? (laughs) Well,
1: that's what I think.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. And I I feel it. And it's just like, if this person has no talent, they wouldn't be selling out. Mm -hmm. And I think what I specifically think makes them the biggest is the marketing of, yes, the Smoke Me Out tour, but... Like, the overall concept of... And I'll talk about it in a minute, I think. Just this idea of... The genre is no longer focused on the narrative of, like, the immigrant story coming here and the struggle and the pain. I feel like the genre is switching over to the people... Like, the children of that immigrant who are like being raised in this country so you and and like how we're interpreting and how we're going about making our presence within the mexican culture and i think they've gotten really good at that i think having a tour that's for all fucking ages knowing that most of the audience is 18 below or 18 plus um i think that's really smart that they don't go to these venues, like clubs and stuff, um, because they, they won't attract their, like, audience. Which I think the audience <laughs> for música Regional Mexicana is younger folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think they've gotten really good at that. Um, also, there's something about, like, the elemento Legado and, like, the overall, like, groups that were in Smoke Me Out Tour... You would never see a bunch of that's going on tour together, Mm -hmm. right? There's like this thing of all of them going together, having a great concept. Smoke Me Out Tour, regardless of what you think about weed and shit, that concept is very marketable. It's, I can profit off of that shit. And so then to put a bunch of like these groups together have them tour together there's no doubt you're going to sell out every fucking venue and i think it's just it goes to show like these vandas that there's no need to create a, like competition like everyone has like their own mark to add and it's just it's really interesting to see that it's like the younger folks coming together touring together performing together all thriving all making it out there and not needing to go like on these solo tours, like when they to sell Allstate, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no need for that. And I think this is why they are, to me, the biggest star and the fact that Tercer Elemento is a US based group that has been able to cross over to Mexico, which is, I think, what hard, we, yeah, hard and what we don't always talk about or understand is that it's, if it's hard for, like, the Mexican groups to come over to the U.S., it's h- even harder for, like, the Chicanos to go over to Mexico. And so I think Tercer Elemento Legal City has really done a really, really good job at doing that. Really, really. Also, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I agree 100%. Also, if anyone wants to fr- help us out, you know, now that we've given out this... Award Smoke Me Out tour best tour that we didn't go to of twenty eighteen. <laughs> we accept free joints, free blunts. <laughs> yeah, and it's
2: we like are... we are. I, I mean, I think we didn't go because that's not like on the top of our list. But well, was, like, no, I
1: just didn't go because I was broke that weekend, or else I would have been in there, <laughs> passing, living my best happy life.
2: Yeah, it's just. I think respect is. You have to give respect where it's due. Oh yeah. Um, And they definitely deserve it. And I
1: think your analysis is so, like, on point and also so interesting. Like, if, because the reality is, a lot of these new artists are from, based out of the U.S. Mm -hmm. The children of Mexican artists that, like, you know, created their careers in Mexico. And, like... Denny. Yeah. It's fucking amazing to see, like, the narrative Mm -hmm. expand it also does scare me a little bit because it's like it's so easy for people with privilege like us right that we're born here to forget about what it's mm-hmm. that like that struggle is ongoing shit it's more present than ever and so let's not all just get wrapped up in the reality of like we love to to go out and have fun but like let's remember that you know we can still use banda music and the genre to like make change.
2: I think it's just a different struggle. I think it's like they're singing struggles. But they're not separate
1: struggles. Yeah. So like let's not Right. Like let's not become all of a sudden this market that's like as much as I love it, like mm-hmm. is just cares about smoking at concerts and forgets about like going to protests.
2: Right. Yeah. hmm It's also like a coping mechanism on its own. Like how right. many of us don't see our like immigrant parents struggling That causes us to...
1: But also, like... Let's legalize marijuana.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Biggest star of 2019, I think it's... And by this, I don't mean, like, my favorite. But I think Cristiano, he's going to produce an album. (laughs) Um, and, <laughs> I think my dogs threw up. And I think he's going to be hyped up to be the biggest star of the música Regional Mexicana. I think, what I was getting at earlier when I mentioned him, I think Cristian in and the música Regional Mexicana is the Taylor Swift of country music. Cristian O'Dal started off with mariachi and I think he's going to be pushed off so hard he's not going to sing mariachi very long. Mm. I think he's going to get so white that his songs are going to start sounding more like Luis Miguel vibe. But he's still going to be popular, don't get me wrong. Like, he's in it for the long run, but I think he's going to do that transition like Taylor Swift where country music is no longer their main...
1: Well, that's an interesting comparison.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it is, but it's just like, it's one of those things where, like, Cristiano Dal only performs mariachi music, and I think he's going to stick with it for a while, but I think, maybe not next year, or like, but I think at one point, this man is going to drop mariachi music. Mm. Because he can, and he's going to be pushed so hard that he is going to leave the música regional genre overall and transition to, like, an overall pop Latin American bullshit.
1: So, Becky G. So, yes. I can totally see that happening. Um, this man
2: is getting whiter and whiter. Biggest
1: star of 2019, Christian Rodale. I was really excited when I saw him bringing, mm-hmm. like, a new youth mainstream vibe to mariachi music. Mm-hmm. Like, mariachi music is having its moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not necessarily mainstream, but, like, in, like, the indie world, hell yeah. Or, like, mm-hmm. in general, there's all these... All the there's like the queer mariachi in LA, the mm-hmm. all mujeres mariachis really cool. that are all over the country now, mm-hmm. and mariachi's having its moment from the people, um, not necessarily in the mainstream.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I I also think that there's going to be like different stars. I'm really excited to see Alta Contingas' um, new album and to yes. see them get big. So.
1: Alta Consigna has been a fave of mine for a while.
2: Hell yeah.
1: Uh, Even okay. though we saw them and didn't know who they were a few years yeah. ago. <laughs>
2: My sister did, though. Because remember, she was like, he said hi to me. He said," And we're just like, oh, he's nobody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Look at us now. Yes. So that has been Yo. Premios Lo Nuestro <laughs> 2018. Let us know your premios for this mm-hmm. year. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's this episode. We're super thankful for everyone that tuned in in 2018. Mm-hmm. We just got started. We're just getting started. Mm-hmm. But what are your uh, intentions for, for the podcast going into next year, Ale?
2: Um, I hope it, like, continues being fun. I mean, I don't really care um, in terms of, like, I do care about numbers, like, pe- people, like, listening to this because, you know we're doing it so that people listen but i hope it like doesn't stop being fun because i know once it becomes a task I, like it's just, it's gonna be really hard for me to be there and i think that's what happens sometimes right um and so my intention is just to continue to to remember why i like this genre of music and and remember you know that my thoughts matter Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know
1: and maybe we'll get a free joint out of it
2: yeah okay
1: my intentions for 2019 for the podcast is to go to more violence so we can be Mm -hmm. giving y'all on the ground research Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i definitely know that one of my goals for us this year is for us to travel to more Mm violence putting it out there for 2019 we will be hitting up texas california wisconsin tennessee new york <laughs> to see some to be yeah. at some bailes, maybe fall in love i'm just kidding so that's definitely a goal for next year mm-hmm. and personally if i'm about to start a banda one day i need to learn an instrument so i'm hoping that next mm-hmm. year i keep saying this but it just hasn't timing and money like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not that easy yeah. but i'm hoping that next year is a year and I will work to get to the point where next year is a year that I learn how to play the accordion. Do it. El acordeon.
2: Got
1: it. Shout it out on. to all the mm-hmm. mujer Accordionistas on Instagram. There's a lot of them. There's
2: a lot Y'all of them. are dope. And they're young too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's 2018,
1: um, 2019. We are going to be making an ask of a friend soon to join us in our first ever Hi. episode where we highlight a banda and that banda is dun, 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 Banda El Recodo so be on the lookout for next year yep. for more episodes and including a Banda El Recodo episode, the good, the bad and the ugly
2: yeah. oh, it's coming the bad more than good ok so you know how to find us Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud Google Play, Stitcher tell your friends about us You know, don't forget to review and rate us. um, And enjoy these holidays and your days off.
1: Feliz año nuevo.
0: Bye!